Down the Lines podcast with Tyler Hunt. It's storming outside because Brian Kelly's just raining in these recruits. That's a go, Tigers. You know, Joe Burrow, he was the one. (laughs) What's Brian Kelly going to do? I don't know. And now your host, Tyler Hunt. Hello and welcome to episode number 140 of Down the Lines. On today's episode, it is SEC Media Days, otherwise known as the the start of talking season. And I regret to inform you, I am not going to break down what everybody in the SEC has said. Now, what I will tell you is next week and the week after and the week after that, I will be breaking down every team in the SEC and on LSU's schedule. This week, I'm getting ready for vacation, so I'm not going to break down all of the things that coaches say. But LSU did have their media days yesterday. Mike Jones Jr., B.J. Ojolari, and Jack Besh were out there. And I'm going to quickly give a few things that I picked up on what was said the first day. Um, I'm not going to go deep in on what Greg Sankey said, but he pretty much said we're not looking to expand the SEC as of this point right now. We aren't looking at the college football playoff expansion right now. Uh, Well, not... He said they're looking at it, but he's not so much for the automatic qualifiers, which is what would be best for the SEC. And he's also talking about the SEC conference, and he's not just going to add teams to add teams. He's going to add teams to add value. He's going to add teams that have the same values as the other teams in the conference have the same passion because the SEC is known for passion, is known for being great, is known for having great teams, is known for having great value. Um, If there's a team that doesn't fit that, he's not going to add them into the conference, and they're not actively looking for teams. Brian Kelly took the mic yesterday, um, and he he didn't say much in his opening statement. His opening statement was maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. Um, He pretty much said, look, we're taking a a, a group of guys that was very interestingly put together with the transfer portal, with recruits, uh, talking players into not transferring, things of that nature, uh, which is everything that we know, we've seen. Um, It was interesting to hear him, how he put it. He was asked a bunch of questions about... uh, his accent, what what's his favorite Louisiana food he had, um, different like questions that ha- had nothing to do with football. It was, I don't know, it was weird. And but 
Brian Kelly poked fun at himself. He uh, kind of like was like went with it and was just like, "Hey, look, this is what uh, what it is." What Brian Kelly Kelly also did say, so you can believe him one hundred percent, or you can believe what literally every single other person in the world is saying is. He said that LSU is not behind in the NIL space. Well, what he said was. I don't know that LSU doesn't have as much money as everybody else, and I don't think that we are getting our butts kicked in that area. So if you have full faith in Brian Kelly, then you have uh, full faith that LSU is right there with everybody else for the best recruits, and NIL's not killing us. If you believe what every other talking head around college football thinks or says or believes or maybe even has facts to is that LSU is. LSU started behind the eight ball. LSU, Louisiana's legislation made LSU behind the eight ball and they're playing catch up. But Brian Kelly himself said they are not. Now, he could have been told to say that. He could be saying that just so uh, recruits, you know, aren't deterred from coming to LSU, which the recruits could be the one that would know if we are behind or not. So it's really probably just to try to ease fans' minds, and even though nobody believes it. Um, I personally don't think that LSU is as – I don't think there's such a, a, a gaping gap that – everybody thinks between us and Texas A&M and Alabama in funds. The gap might be there, but the amount of money willing to be spent on football, I don't think that gap is so much. And really, really good players are going to want to come to LSU. And if you look at the amount of elite teams in college football, there's a handful and only so many of the good players can go to those teams with million-dollar contracts. You can only have 25 players in your signing class from high school. So you're not, you're not going to buy the top 100 players and they're all going to go to one school. They're going to still go around. They still want to play because if every single good recruit went to one school, then half of them wouldn't play, and then they wouldn't wait and make it to the NFL where they're going to make real money. You know what I'm saying? So... Brian Kelly talking about or being asked about being behind in the NIL NIL space, that was one thing that stuck out to me and how he answered it, if it's true or not. Brian Kelly says that we're not behind or the money, we're not that far behind in money at least. We're not... He said we are not losing recruits because of NIL. Believe it or not, I'm not going to say that I think that's 100% true, but I also don't think that it's 100% false. If a player wants to come to LSU, LSU is going to do what they have to do to get in there. The, uh, the players that were there, I heard... Here's what I heard from the players that were there. Uh, BJ Ojolari, he was pretty much there. So national media could learn about him so he could win awards 
come December because he's going to be the best player on the defense. He led the team in sacks last year. He's relatively unknown because LSU went 500 the last two years. But B.J. Ojolar, he's a stud. Uh, one of the best prospects on the team. He needed to be there. Mike Jones Jr. Go ahead and picture him on uh, SEC Network, ESPN. Picture him as Ryan Clark in the future because that's what he's going to be doing. That's pretty much what everybody got from that. What has kind of been going around as how other media markets, how other teams in the SEC feel about LSU. Nobody's expecting much from LSU, which how could you? 500 the last couple of years, you pretty much bring in a, a completely new team, completely new secondary, uh, don't know who the quarterback's going to be. None of them have played much in the SEC. Um, yeah, you have playmakers at wide receiver, but who's going to be your uh, new new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator, brand new, but really brand new entire coaching staff except for the O line coach. And the O line is probably the biggest question mark on the team besides who starts at quarterback. Um, so it's interesting around the SEC, nobody's expecting anything from LSU. They're predicted to finish seventh in the West. But around here and listening to LSU fans, LSU media, the players, there's a like a subtle confidence. There's a there's a quiet confidence in Brian Kelly and looking at the roster and the coaches that we have now and just that fact that there's a actual plan around what's going on where LSU feels like they're going to do way better than anybody predicts. Which could, you know, that that's a little bit of home flavor. It could it could just be that. Could just be every team always thinks that they're going to go 12 and 0. I don't think Vanderbilt thinks they're going to go 12 and 0, but you know at the beginning of the season they always said their coach came out today and said we're going to be the best team in the SEC. No, you're not. You know that, but you got to say it. So there seems to be a confidence in this team, which is a which is a great thing. And it doesn't seem like a cockiness. It just seems it seems like a, a, a quiet confidence that we're gonna we're gonna prove prove that the doubters are wrong. They can look over us and that's fine. We haven't proved anything and that's fine. But by the end of the season, you're gonna look up and you're gonna see LSU better than y'all thought we were going to be at the beginning of the season. Because it's really just a huge question mark. Is LSU going to go 4-8? and eight? Is LSU going to go 8-4? and four? Is LSU going to go 12-0? and 0? The, the entire sphere is possible. You know what I'm saying? Because you obviously have talent. You have first-round talent. You have... Quarterbacks who have started, well, you have a quarterback who started a whole lot of games. So you, you have talent across the board, like you always do at LSU. So you always have the chance to catch fire in a bottle. And it, it, it always has that chance to go bam, bam. 
Oh my God, look at this LSU team. They're number two in the country. They're 11-0. But there's also the chance that what happened the last two years can happen where you lose to Mississippi State to start the season in a game that everybody thought you would win. You start the season with Florida State, who looks to be better than they've been the last couple of years. So, with that being said, there are a whole bunch of things that we're going to break down about this LSU football team coming up. But first, with the season quickly approaching, thankfully, we're going to start giving season previews of each team LSU plays. Plus, all the teams in the SEC that LSU doesn't play for, because, I mean, that teams in the SEC is uh, who LSU's in direct con- competition with when it comes to the SEC championship game, when it comes to the future. So, next week, this will be my only pod this week, next week, we're going to get to the SEC East preview with all the teams that LSU doesn't play. And then, we're going to go game by game through the schedule. And I'm going to break down Florida State Southern, Mississippi State, going through the entire schedule the next two weeks, breaking down a team every day. And then, then, then it's, it's right there at the beginning of the season. It is right there at the beginning of the season. We're going to go into predictions, uh, national predictions, SEC predictions, playoff predictions, um, We've got we've got a month left until the season. A little bit over a month. And I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm gonna go on a little vacation. And I hope y'all have a good week. And I'll be back next week ready to break down Vanderbilt. Who's gonna be the best team in the SEC in a couple of years? Yeah. But that's what I got coming for y'all, and I'm going to catch y'all down the lines.